Hi, everybody. I'm Ronnie. Hello, and I'm Jenny, and we are... We're the Heart and Soul Sisters. And you might notice that we're dispensing with our groovy music today because it doesn't... We just aren't feeling it. Um, and we actually are doing a special podcast today, a very short podcast. Um, we want to, in keeping with the um, the uh, trend that's been on, on social media to um, elevate the voices of our brothers and sisters uh, of color, we are not going to do a normal podcast, but we did want to say just a few things and um, then point you to some resources that we think might be helpful. So Jenny, you want to you start? Yes, I do. Um, you know, this has been eye-opening, I think, for for a lot of people in our community and around the world. And I just wanted to share that, you know, I have been blessed to have friends of over my whole life uh, of color um, from many different backgrounds. And my husband has as well. Um, my husband's been in law enforcement for 30 years and we, um, we have four wonderful kids and, um, one of our daughters is currently dating a just beautiful man who just happens to be, uh, black. And this certainly has been very difficult to watch and feel so powerless as a person with privilege um, and to hear people's comments. And I've been very fortunate to have a marvelous sister who's a sociologist <laughs> and a niece who's a social worker as well, um, point me in the direction of some podcasts and, and different, um, resources to, to read, to try to better educate myself on the plight of our brothers and sisters of color and what I can do to try to help make things better. And so that's what we wanted to share today. And Ronnie, you had some information that you wanted to share. Yeah, I, um, if you're listening to this as an audio, you may have guessed but may not know entirely. Jenny and I both identify as white. And um, I've done a lot of anti-racist work. And I teach about this in my class as a sociology professor. And I just wanted to share with um, our audience one of the things that I always do with my students whenever we start having a discussion about race, because it's highly emotional and it can be volatile. And, you know, emotions range from anger to shame to pride to grief on, on both sides of the color line, right? Students who identify as white and those who are people of color who've had um, some, you know, lifelong experiences with oppression. And I try to diffuse it by saying, okay, I know that the white people in the room are really concerned because when we start talking about these issues and we have to talk about them, that's the only way through this is to try to have these conversations, is that white people um, are really afraid of being labeled a racist. And so what I always say at the beginning of my discussions with my students is I say, okay, I'm going to let you off the hook just a little bit um, by telling you that, you know, those of you who are in this room who are afraid that you are going to say or do something that's going to look, sound, feel racist, you are, because you are racist. It is impossible to be raised in this culture and not be racist sexist, classist, homophobic, ableist, xenophobic. I mean, 
pick the category, right? All these dimensions of social inequality and social oppression. If you are in a privileged category in any one of those dimensions, you're going to, um, you know, have internalized all of these, uh, all of these cultural notions about what it means to be um, at a certain point in the hierarchy. And people who have been oppressed have internalized some of these messages as well. And so I just throw that out there for those of us who might be wanting to have conversations or wanting to, um, to figure out a way through. It's like, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to say the wrong thing. Um, it's okay. That's part of, of what it's about. The, the question is, there's all this talk about being an ally. You don't want to be an ally. You need to do the work of an ally. And part of the work of an ally is educating yourself. Um, I've sat in enough conversations with people of color and you know um, on these issues to know that they are exhausted. I've often heard people say, you know, educate your damn self. It should not be my job to educate you on your system of oppression and how it impacts me. And that anger is is justified. And so what I want to do is give people permission to have the hard conversations, to make mistakes. And we both want to give people a start. It's a sip out of a teaspoon of the ocean of things that you could read or listen to, to learn more about the experience of what it's like to be a person of color in the United States. And so we um, have created a list that we're going to share on our, our website. And uh, in just a moment here, we're going to put up our, our placard that we normally use in our podcast to show you where to go. For those of you on the audio version, it's our website. It's www.heartandsoulsisters.net. That's all the words spelled out, heartandsoulsisters.net. And again, we'd love to hear your comments, um, feedback on what you're reading. Um, if you want more resources, we can certainly point you. Um, but it's it's really incumbent upon those of us who want to be part of the solution to really engage in the conversation and the educated, educate ourselves, the process of educating ourselves. Yes, and I just wanted to share, I, I listening to this wonderful podcast um, called Black Light, um, B-L-A-C-K-L-I-T-E, um, these um, young men uh, are speaking from their own experience. And and one of the speakers on the podcast that I've been listening to the last couple of days said, you know, it's not the job of the oppressed to, to fix the oppression. It truly is the job of the oppressors. And, and he shared about how this is an institutional thing. It's, it's not, you know, we're not looking so just, just at one-on-one, racism and oppression of whites over minorities but but how do we how do we deal with these um you know i'm married to a wonderful cop who's 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 heartbroken every time he sees these these types of oppression and brutality of of whites uh you know white officers committing against blacks and other minorities um but you know his, his my husband's response is exactly what this young man said in the podcast he's like why didn't that boss, you know, address this man, this, this officer's, you know, hostile behavior in previous incidents? Why didn't the commander of that department address that, you know, why is this tolerance being allowed in our institutions in our country? And that's where I think we, as people of privilege, need to look at ways of how can we make this better? And it, and it, it comes from, making our voices known. Yep. And, we have, and first, we have to know what we're talking about. First, we have to yes, educate absolutely. ourselves. 
and then we can add our voices to the 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 chorus calling exactly. for change right now so so i think we'll leave it right there and again you can go to our website to get more information and wishing you all so much light and love and and peace and peace, and peace.